I have something to say about Cotton Weary. All right. What, what are we talking about? Cotton Weary, national treasure. Cotton Weary, Star Scream 5. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me Cotton Weary. You know, when we actually get like, well, if we get an audience for this, yeah. we should do uh, 100% Cotton merch. Oh my God. 100% Cotton fan because we're all 100% Cotton fans, especially we Nick. We are. Oh, especially Nick. Nick loves him. He's Nick. like, he, he texts me all the time. He's like, Cotton Weary is like the best character in the movie. It's <laughs> not he doesn't text me like shut the fuck up you're dumb <laughs> cotton's no. a piece of shit he's a scumbag oh, all about that cotton hey, listen your brother likes screen three it's right. just gonna need to i mean he had some valid points the movie Did itself <laughs> like i still find the movie itself yeah no he did have all right, all right listen listen because it's not, not about shit on nick he did have some valid points but at the same time his points were wrong <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for him to come on if that ever happens, and then we'll have to make it happen. We're doing Phantasm. We're yeah, doing Phantasm. True. We have to do. Boy, boy. And I just want him to be like, "You guys are stupid," <laughs> and it's going to be the longest podcast because it's going to be us discussing Scream yeah. and then whatever movie we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Honestly, I look forward to it. And the whole time he's going to be like, I have to go. I have a kid. And we're like, we <laughs> I have know. two children. And we're like, we don't have any. We're going to be here all night. <laughs> like, I Let's watch kids Saw. Kids to worry about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, actual human children. <laughs> Bring the babies. Let's watch Saw. <laughs> and a dog. And yeah, let's all watch Saw. Your kids are too young to form memories at this point. It's fine. Want to be bored for 18 hours? Watch all the Saw movies. <laughs> oh, God. Can we say that... One, we apologize because it should have been out a lot sooner. Days and days ago. We recorded this. It was actually really funny. It makes me so makes sad. Me sad. <laughs> it was so good. It was like oh. it was like an hour and 45 minutes. I'm just yelling just, about this movie. And it's just so sad because it's like so terrible quality. Yeah. That like I tried to fix it for like a week. You're I tried so all hard. these fucking tricks and bullshit. And none of it worked. It sounded too tinny. And it sounded like we were uh, communicating through like, little like tree houses. Hands. And we had tin cans. <laughs> and we were talking to each other. Over. Like, Goddamn Wendy. <laughs> Goddamn Wendy. But no, we're, we really are sorry because we've been trying to get this out and we ultimately decided to scrap it and re-record it because we don't want you guys to have to listen to something that's like really shitty audio. Yeah, it's, it's something it's we, wouldn't, we wouldn't want to listen to. Oh, I wouldn't want to listen to it. So, especially for like two hours. Yeah, you'd hate us hardcore. And I talk really loud to begin with and it just sounded screechy like I was a fucking pterodactyl. So, <laughs> like how about... A t- any pterodactyl. <laughs> and the news today. Ah! Like, that's literally what it yeah. sounded like. I love how I'm a pterodactyl that's, like, in the news today. Because yeah. anytime I think of, like, old-timey. Yeah, so meanwhile like, in the world today. Women wear pants every time. Uh, anyway, how are you? Before we even get into this fucking shit show. Well, reason two it took so long is yeah. then I had a nice six day in a row work streak. So yeah, that was awful. And I then was like, cool. I was working really late. When you would come home, I yeah. would still be working until sometimes six, seven or whatever. So there were a few times where after <laughs> I was too Teresa angry. clocks out. <laughs> I was too mad. <laughs> we do a podcast, but it, yeah, she was like livid. Yeah. To say the least. Instead, I would just focus my time playing Grand Theft and then we Auto. just we play Grand Theft Auto online and just run, just run people, people over and yeah. it made me feel better yeah it makes you feel better honestly yeah to be a sociopath absolutely absolutely and you're working on your nightclub 
You're making money. Listen, my nightclub, uh, Galaxy, is doing fantastic. <laughs> I invite everyone to come down to, what was it, Vespucci, Vespucci <laughs> Pier? <laughs> my nightclub is down by the beach, you know, because I also like to go to the boardwalk and just stab people as well. It's a pastime I have, all right? You're I know a, a lot of people are looking down on me, but trust me, if you had to deal with what I had to deal with this week, you would understand. I get you. So that's the delay. Mm-hmm. Yay. I love having to redo pie. <laughs> <laughs> i you know what i hate i hate having uh standards and quality oh my god it's the worst if i didn't care about quality assurance <laughs> i'd be like put up whatever i don't care and like even before i release it yeah i go through it so many times yeah and i make sure the audio is good except for like the first episode because i was like i don't know what i'm doing but now i'm like okay let's 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 put some actual effort into this shit yeah yeah because actually there's quite a few of you guys have been reaching out and talking about how much you like it so it makes yeah, it makes us very happy that... Yeah, incredibly happy that you guys find this entertaining and interesting to listen to. So I appreciate it. And that. I still think it's funny that everyone just tags her. <laughs> <laughs> they just tag Teresa like, oh my God, I love the podcast. I'm like, all right, thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. It's your people. I get it. Alex is dead. Paul Giamatti. No. I'm so sorry. Why? I'm sorry. It's funny. It's just like they tag the podcast and then Teresa and I'm just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love the podcast so much. I'm like, cool, thanks. Appreciate it. (laughs) Oh God. But thanks for listening. I appreciate it. God damn it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Someone's salty. (laughs) Salty. Listen, guys, uh, can you just show some Alex... Show some Alex. Show some Alex some love. Show Alex some love. And uh, make sure you say, Alex, you're doing a great job. Uh, You're definitely carrying the podcast. Teresa is uh, awful. Well, Teresa records and then clocks out. And she's like, all right, it's your problem now. (laughs) (laughs) You do everything else. And I'm like, got it. (laughs) Listen, I said, hey, do you want this to be your baby? And you said yes. No, that that was the plan. I'm like, yes, because you have your fucking YouTube channel. I'm here to collect my paycheck (laughs) (laughs) of nothing, nothing. Same. And I go on my merry way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so are you basically demanding people to tell you that you're doing a good job? No, I just think it's funny that it's like... Oh, it sounds like you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like somebody is about to kill me. Why? With a baseball bat. <laughs> like The like... Shining! See how I put that full circle? Did he use a baseball bat? Yeah, he tri- well, he tried with the baseball bat and then the axe. Baseball bat was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go back to Grand Theft Auto. Because you do like to hit home runs with some people. I mean, I do too, but I like the murder hatchet. Because you go yeah. all murdery. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's great. Sounds great. Yeah. If people did not know what I was talking about, this would sound awful. And that's going to be <laughs> most people. Because I, I can't imagine too many people are like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Grand Theft Auto Online. You do the... You do those one weird quests on the online game, and you get this weird hatchet, and then you just get stab people in the face. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time for all. Especially all the children you see online. That's the worst part about it, is first of all, those kids should be in school, or online, online school. Online school. Whatever the fuck school those is Those kids them. should not be playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh. Well, that's the other thing, too, is like, was it for 17-year-olds, technically? Yeah. It's or at least teenagers. Yeah. These kids are like 10. These kids sound like they just came out of a fetus. They're like, ah! Yeah, they're like, I got gotcha. <laughs> like, They're not you. saying that, but okay. No, yeah. I, they're we'll saying things that I will it. never say. Yeah. <laughs> they're not in my uh, fucking vocabulary. <laughs> not in our wheelhouse, so it's like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do you even know 
what the fuck that is. All right. Who told you that, little fucking Kid, idiot? Kids are fucking assholes online. But yeah, that's my uh, favorite is not playing with them. So. Oh my God, it's the best. <laughs> we have private public games. Yeah. And games where it's just cool. us and Hippo Man. Yeah, Hippo Man, which is um, Alex's younger brother, in which he just likes to kill me. Well, he also looks like the Joker. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know what's so funny? When I look at the Joker's face, I could see Brett's face in it. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, it kind of looks like Brett. Wow. Wow. I can't wait for Nick to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. He does kind of look like Brett in a weird way. Which Joker? His character? Yeah. Oh, okay. His character. The the character that he played in in Grand Theft Auto kind of looks like Brett. Okay. In a weird way. And if Brett was the Joker, that's what it would look like? I feel like Brett is two weeks away from doing it. (laughs) If he has to not go to work, I feel like he's about two weeks away from (laughs) If he goes to work, it's three weeks away. (laughs) Before painting his uh, face white and, you know, committing genocide. You know, the rest. (laughs) Y'all know the rest. Y'all know Joker. It's so much fun to play online. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, so that's kind of like what's been going on as as a stress reliever. Um, Some people work out. Some people knit. I like to just stab people in the face on a beach. Yeah. (laughs) Good times. Good times. It's not real people, so it's all Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. If it was real, I could I couldn't do that. I don't you know, I was actually thinking about that. Why? <laughs> like, could you stab somebody? I would be like, so I couldn't do it. Unless it was like a Just like casually, like, hey, what's up, man? Just yeah, it. like, oh yeah. god. Why? But like there's no motivation. You have to be like there has to be motivation, right? That's what drives people to do shit. Or, you know, lunacy. Well, that's that, what I'm saying, is that some people just can just go do it and be like on their merry way. Sociopaths are like... Yeah, that's what psychopaths are. I'm going to kill you. But like, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I even not having that quality about me, only in my character, I don't think I could, unless it was like a fight or flight situation, Yeah, I, feel like I don't think I could stab somebody. That's how a normal person should Well, no, feel. it's actually kind of funny because I feel like sometimes I'll talk to people and they're like, oh, if I could, and then they like detail out what they could potentially do to somebody. I'm like, what? Yeah, but a lot of people... <laughs> like, that's crazy a lot of people could say that or have thought about it but i know a lot of people who have thought about it like to the smallest detail of like i'm gonna rip their fucking fingernails out and i'm like Ugh. like yeah, I but just... you know they wouldn't have it in them to do that i don't know most people would not be able to do that shit realistically i don't know Some a lot people... of people are all talk you know that, right? You think that. No. And then you watch shows like Snapped <laughs> or like, I didn't know yeah, my neighbor was a murderer. <laughs> that's that's such a small percentage of the population. I feel like it's a huge part of the population. I feel like there's more crazies than there are normies. Nah, maybe. You deal with the general public. You have people yell at you about, about Twizzlers. Okay? I know. That's life. Yeah. Those are, people are just those are shitty. The same people that, that has nothing if they to do had with a, a gun and it was that like could... the purge, they would shot you in the fucking face. Well, I wouldn't be at work if the purge was active. What are you Target would stupid? be open. Yeah, I'd fucking get call out. Get your purge masks. I would absolutely call out. Make sure you get your purge blankets. So someone could shoot me and then take a fucking blanket and then yeah. a bag of candy. No, absolutely not. I would not go to work that day. <laughs> absolutely not go to work that day. What are we even talking about? Who fucking cares? I don't even know. People actually like this rambly bullshit. Do they really? I asked online on Twitter. I'm like, hey, we have a bunch of rambles in the beginning. Do you want it? And they're like, yes. But it sounded like tin can action. So uh, no dice. I'm sorry. It happens. I don't know where I was going with my purge analogy. Neither do I. 
<laughs> something about Twizzlers, something about people, wow. places, and things. Oh, wow. Nouns. Nouns. Mostly. <laughs> Twizzlers okay. and nouns. What Listen, a great what? We, hmm? need to, we need to talk about the shitting with the Do we have to? Can we just not talk about it and then just talk about it for like five minutes at the end really fast? And it'll just be how yeah. much. No, I'll tell you later. <laughs> we are going to talk about in great detail. Yeah, right. Definitely not great detail. Okay, here's the thing. I'll give you a a little bit of a... How do I put this? Just say it. I feel like I used to like this movie a lot, right? As a child, I was actually scared of it. It was a scary movie to me as a child. When I got to be a little bit older and watching it, it started to be less scary Mm -hmm. and more comical. And now to the point of like, I don't like watching it because it's annoying. Mm. I think that's where I'm at. Yeah, I appreciate the good stuff in it. Yes, I, think I appreciate the good stuff. <laughs> honestly, I think it's kind of boring. It is a boring. It is boring. There's so much like build up and other shit, this and then you you get to it, and it's like oh, it's, it's the end of the movie. It's literally the end of the movie. Stuff happens. They could have took out. 45 minutes in this movie and a lot of it (laughs) was the fucking kid grabbing something and then walking all the way across the room (laughs) and then them just fucking following it with the camera and i'm like guys we can speed this up if the message can be delivered i know fucking stanley's a fucking visionary or some bullshit yeah but like like the shots some of the shots are fucking stunning let's be real like some of it looks fucking amazing yeah but holy shit, this movie makes me tired. <laughs> it is. It's exhausting, the buildup of it, because the buildup is so long that it's not even good buildup. Because there's some movies that you're like on the edge of your seat and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? This, you're kind of like, okay, okay. Like you could have shortened it by at least 45 minutes and yeah. it would have been a much more powerful movie. Or if you could have allowed me to watch it on times two, <laughs> YouTube style, <laughs> YouTube. then I'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, this yeah. is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. But like the biggest thing for me is fucking Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson is <laughs> normal during the interview. And then after that, he's a fucking lunatic. That's what I don't. He's, he snaps immediately. Like, yeah, the place corrupts him so fast. Like, so fast. He gets the job. And he's corrupted. Yeah. Wow, that was fast. He got corrupted <laughs> during the interview, it seemed like. Literally the next scene, it's him being salty to... Wendy. Wendy in the fucking car. Yeah. I, I almost called her Shelly because I'd never remember her character. Wendy. Shelly. She's the Winifred, all right? Shelly Fred. So basically how this movie starts out is it's the interview. And you see good old Jack going to the Overlook Hotel, mm-hmm. which is... A very actually, long driving scene with very, very ominous music. Yes. Very long driving scene. It's very beautiful, though. Oh, yeah, but of course. Beautifully shot, whatever. Jack is basically interviewing for a winter caretaker job so this ski lodge not it's not a ski lodge but this um i want to call it a ski lodge because it makes sense to be a ski lodge because it looks like a fucking ski lodge but this hotel their time of operation is pretty much from may to october so they're just looking for somebody just to fucking stay there for the their off-season months to make sure that the place doesn't fall apart minor repairs whatever whatever keep things running shit like that like nothing crazy but like just make sure that the property is fine whatever so you kind of learn a little bit about jack that he was a teacher now he's out of work he's a writer which i love i love that when uh if you're not teaching you're a writer (laughs) like it's just like that's what i do like how do you pay the bills i don't (laughs) (laughs) someone else does (laughs) so have you sold any novels no (laughs) no i am a writer so they used to be i think they were from vermont right and they just settled in colorado and uh yeah he talks a little bit about how he has a wife and a kid and that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. so it seems like he has the interview in the bag 
Oh, like instantly. instantly. It's like, hey, they were like, you got you the got job. It. Let me just, <laughs> it cuts the interview. It says interview in text. And then it's like, you got it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Great it, job. It was, it was very strange. And then he's like, let me just go over things for you. And so the one thing, which I I noted in my like seven notes that I put in, <laughs> that to Mr. Ullman, who's the man that's conducting this interview, says, <laughs> before you say yes, I just want to tell you about a really funny thing that happened here. And he doesn't say funny, but he kind of laughs when he tells the story. After he says it, he's like... <laughs> Uh, can you believe this? Uh, Basically, uh, family, you know, back in the 70s did this caretaking job. Same thing that you're applying for. And uh, husband went insane. <laughs> Murdered the whole family. It was really Killed cute. Killed his two girls and his wife with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack just was like, all right. Like, he's just it's like, like cool. My wife will love those details. She's into ghosts and other shit like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's not terrifying or anything. No, like, that's like, oh, you got the job. Oh, now let me tell you the nitty gritty. Yeah. <laughs> But I love how he was like, pretty much it's because of isolation. Like, they got isolated. Husband went insane. Probably what's going to happen to you. But are you okay? Are you cool with that? I mean, it hasn't happened in 10 years. And he's like, fucking right? totes. I'm good. Let's yeah. do this. Now that he's okay with it, they decided to like go around the hotel, I guess, and just, you know, check out on things. And that's when he calls Winnie or, uh, well, I'm sorry, when Wendy. And he calls Wendy. Shellifred. Fred. Shellafred, mm-hmm. yeah. He calls Wendy to let her know that he got the job. And this is where you meet his family. His other half. His other half, <laughs> who just looks like a disgusting, greasy olive oil. She is olive oil. She is olive oil, but like <laughs> she just looks so greasy. It bothers me how greasy she looks. She needs some... Uh... Was that what everybody looked like in like the late 70s, early 80s? Maybe. Everyone they just, didn't have just... dry shampoo back then. Oh my God. That just, like... girl <sighs> needed dry shampoo more than anything in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and a deep conditioning conditioner. <laughs> she needed a lot of things. But what I did love is that she just constantly smoked. Yeah. Like the kid <laughs> the was... The kid got secondhand. He was jamming. Lung cancer. He was jamming the sandwiches in his face. With smoke in between, billowing in In between his mouth. every line. And you just saw the smoke just flying around the room. And you're just like, cool. Old I'm times. surprised that kid was like... <laughs> Red Rab, <laughs> like at the end of it, <laughs> he just developed like a smoker's voice. Like he was that's like, what I hey thought. Ma. <laughs> hey ma, hey ma, that's crazy. Can I get my fire truck? <laughs> <laughs> In my version, that's what would have happened. <laughs> I... Someone needs to revoice over that all of the kid lines. <laughs> <laughs> so... Red Rab. <laughs> Sorry, ma. <laughs> ma, can I get get another pack? From the vending machine. <laughs> oh, so you meet Wendy. You meet <laughs> you meet Danny, and you find out that Danny has some sort of like imaginary friend or a, a small boy that lives in his mouth that hides by his teeth or whatever. He talks to him. Talks to him, named Tony, and th- this is kind of shows uh, the kid has some sort of like psychic abilities, but he just you know is a little boy doesn't know how to so everyone's just like okay yeah <laughs> like he doesn't know how to say like you yeah, know no i i can kind of see the future a little bit they're so like no no you have an imaginary friend that you talk to or whatever so the kid already knew that he was going to get the job and that his father was going to get the job and that they were going to move there and the little boy that talks to him tony said that he didn't want to go to the overlook hotel he just doesn't want to go and so danny keeps pressing him like why don't you want to go why don't you want to go and tony would not tell him and then tony eventually shows him i guess 
like flashing images in his mind. Showed him the hotel, showed like blood. Murders, uh, other the, stuff. The two twin girls, the iconic mm-hmm. twin girls that are not quite, I don't think, twins, but they are twins. It was very weird. I don't remember because I didn't want to rewind because I don't want to rewatch any scene of this movie right now. <laughs> because Ullman said something like, about like eight he said, and ten. I don't remember if they were eight or ten. Or eight, they were, eight or ten. Yeah. But they were, they were definitely like the same size. They looked the same age. Yeah. Yeah. So he sees all this stuff and then eventually I guess like passes out in the bathroom. So then it cuts to the next scene where a doctor is in house and looking over at Danny and kind of asking him, do you remember anything that happened? And kind of pressing him a little bit more about Tony because Danny mentions Tony. So now you kind of find out a little bit more about why or how Tony appeared. And it's because Jack, I guess when they were living in Vermont, had a couple of drinks because he had a drinking problem. <laughs> like all writers do. <laughs> yeah, like all writers do. And uh, when Danny was a child, or uh, not a child, I guess was younger or whatever, he accidentally like dislocated his arm out of the socket because he like mixed up some papers or whatever. Yeah. So that's why Tony started to appear to Danny kind of shortly after that incident. And that's when they noticed it. So it's kind of like, as like maybe, I think they're trying to show like, it as like a coping mechanism. Yeah, it was like for trauma and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. like this little boy Tony that lives inside of his protecting him or something like that meanwhile it's just this psychic ability no it's just the you know the shitting it's the shitting so (laughs) then it cuts to now another long fucking drive where now the whole family is going up to the mountains and it's from that point you could tell that jack just hates Hates everything hates his life literally hates everything hates his wife hates his child hates that car he's driving yeah he just wants to literally just do a sharp left to go over the fucking mountain (laughs) and die (laughs) that's pretty much what i got like immediately just over everything just over like so fast they get to the hotel and the hotel is starting to wind down because their season ended the day before so everyone is leaving they decided to take them on for like another tour they give them a little tour show them where everything is like the pantry where they'll be sleeping and then they meet with the head chef which is dick halloran scatman Scatman Crothers. Which we adore. We love. He's great. We love a good Scatman Crothers. Who doesn't? He's a national treasure. You find out a little bit more about Danny's gift through Scatman Crothers' character. That because they both can actually communicate yeah, to each other the same through their mind. Ability. Refers to this as The Shining. Mm-hmm. That's what his grandmother told him. That's what it's called. It's called The Shining. So it's like, ah, adorable. Great. Okay, cool. This is where Danny starts to kind of pick up about the weird stuff that goes on in the hotel. And was like kind of asking him like weird questions like, well, what's in room 237? Do you know, why are you scared? Why are you scared of it? Why yeah. are you scared of it? So Dick mentions to him that one, never go into that room. Don't even think about it. Don't even look at it. And that this place, there are some good memories and some bad memories. And unfortunately, you're going to see some of the bad memories. But know that it's literally just pictures in a book. It's never going to hurt you. They'll go away. You're going to be fine. But if you have a little bit of a problem, just use that shitting (laughs) to call me. Except between four and five, because that's Willie's time. (laughs) That's Willie's time. <laughs> That's all I thought about when they were talking, eating ice cream. I was like, it's Willie's time. <laughs> Which if you don't know what that is, it's a Simpsons episode, a Halloween episode. Which, I mean, if it's very, it, it gets the, the point across the in six minutes. <laughs> It's fucking great. In this time, you also learned that Jack is a recovering alcoholic, doesn't mm-hmm. drink, so they're totally fine that there's no booze in the place or anything like that. And uh, drop in the house. And you know, drop in the house. <laughs> and he's just excited to be here. Yeah, he's Super happy to excited. be working in the Demon Hotel. Loves it. Loves a good he's Demon Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down, if you shit good, you'll be good. I don't know what that means. <laughs> 
Why did I write that? If, if you, you sh- shit good, you'll be good. Okay. Oh, okay. Maybe they said it with the pantry. Maybe they did. The say pantry it. tour. They were like, "Look at all these mates. If Look you at all this comically." They're like, "If you take good shits, yeah, everyone's everyone's gonna be fine. There'll be yeah, no need to use your shining <laughs> if everyone has very nice poops." I think that was pretty much the number one rule. Uh, kitchen yeah shit good you be good yeah and then it was beans beans the magical fruit yeah that's hilarious that you just wrote that and nothing else oh my god so from that part i think it cuts to one month later yeah it instantly cuts to later this movie takes place i think in the course of like six weeks well from when they get to the hotel another like five or six yeah because everything is fine like whatever like it's like a normal family yeah it's just them living in some weird i don't know i feel like that would be like, would you be okay with doing something like that? No. Like, First of all, I would you're think the paid? whole fucking place is haunted. <laughs> well, I mean, one, you're in a giant ass hotel by yeah. yourself. Yeah. I mean, at least you have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like that would get so boring after a while. Unless the pay was good. Because then it's like, there you stay there. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about like paying rent. Yeah. You get food. You have all this shit. And you're getting money at the same time. But they never discuss the payment in they, the movie. So yeah. it's just kind of like, is it worth it? Is it just because he's out of work and can write at the same time? What's the, what's the scoop? Well, obviously, it's this kid is not school age. No. Because this was like during the year or whatever. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, son, we're going to take you out of school for five, six months. <laughs> so that's one. Two, I'm assuming that they probably, it was maybe it was a decent amount of money that it just made sense for them to do it. Yeah. I'm assuming. For really all know. of them to do it? Maybe. Maybe because if she wasn't doing it, it sounded like she wasn't working. Or yeah, I think she like was that. just like, it was back then. So it yeah. was like house mom. Yeah, house mom. You know, it's right. mom. Mom time. Mom time. Mom time with the kid and, mom you know, imaginary friend. Virginia Slim cigarettes. Like, that's really what it is. <laughs> mom time Ma. is always smoking time. Mac, I have another Virginia Slim. <laughs> oh, fuck. But they're pretty much just like, you know, living a normal life. Jack is just irritable. Every time oh he God. sees wendy he just looks like he wants to kill her <laughs> and this is this is i guess my issue with this movie is that and i don't want to even want to be like oh my god the book's so much better like i don't want to be that person but like the book is so much fucking better and you see the descent into madness yeah it was instant it was instant there was, was no mad. descent like he no, went he from fucking annoyed <laughs> he went from unemployed to working at this fucking hotel yeah to a crazy person oh yeah it in, in did, a drop of a hat i mean it escalated but he got crazy so fast super fast and it was like what <laughs> yeah it was unbelievable because he would just be very snappy and i felt like she did most of the work she did all no, the no, work she definitely did all the work he was just in that one giant room not typing yeah and then, <laughs> and then she it would cut to her like in the fucking sub basement turning on the heater and all the other yeah. shit just so checking it's the temperature yeah. <laughs> she's and... like actually working down that checklist that they were given yeah and then he's just sitting there like chain smoking, not typing. Exactly. Chain smoking and then taking a handball and then throwing it at possibly really expensive Native American <laughs> art. <laughs> I was like, what an asshole. Oh my God. It just shows that Fucking he, white people. I, fucking, fucking white people. The worst. Disrespectful to fucking Native American art and disrespectful and fucking a man disrespecting a woman making her do all the fucking bitch work while he just sits there and smokes Marlboro cigarettes. And then she just makes food, wheels him food, and yeah. is like, hey. Can we talk go. about the food? That's probably the only coolest thing about the whole fucking thing. And I, I know, it's a yeah, ha-ha fat. But no, seriously, like, the kitchen was really kind of cool looking, and oh, I love yeah. that there were so many fucking things. Yeah, I mean, well, the last recording, I went on, like, a 15-minute tangent about the, <laughs> about the kitchen, 
Because I'm like, that's one, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's You have fucking a fucking perfect. industrial kitchen at your disposal. Yeah. They're like, everything. here's all this fucking meat. Here's all these giant cans of cream corn. He said something like, I think his line was, you will never have the same thing twice. Yeah. Because that's how much food they have. Yeah. Which, which is amazing. like, that's great. I yeah. would make so much fucking, just so much food. Oh my God. The amount of meat. Ugh. There was like fucking 25 turkeys. I but was like, Jesus. I do have to bring up day. one thing. Yeah. Because everything was like bulk buy. Oh, yeah. Um, like the cans were like the huge cans that they use in restaurants. Because, you know, large. you're making a lot of shit yeah. for, you know, more than just three fucking people. Yeah. What what do you do? Do you just eat cream corn for six days in a row once you crack a can open? Because those were huge. Well, and there was one scene. She had she, fruit cocktail. <laughs> she pours oh, the giant can of fruit cocktail into a bowl, fills the fucking bowl. Yeah. And then it's like, food, Dinner. dinner's ready, guys. <laughs> and it's like, we're just eating fucking canned veggies for dinner. Well, I oh, was no, just, canned fruit, I not even veggies. Thinking, I was like, well, you know, they obviously can't get any sort of produce, right? So there's no fresh produce. No, of it's course. Really, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I feel like all they're going to have is just like all boxed rice. That's it, right? That just, just boxed rice. It's like rice. They'll have grains of rice, but like there's no like potatoes or. Yeah, unless it's like boxed potatoes. Oh. You could probably just restart that. God, shit. I just got the chills. Well, <laughs> so well, scary. You, you don't have choices. But it's like they never. There's a lot of food, but there's nothing really to eat. Well, no, there's a lot of food, but there's no one making it. She's just like cracking a can and pouring it to a bowl. Well, she's also like literally 75 pounds soaking wet. Also true. Okay. Those, those hunks of meat in the freezer were. We're bigger than, than she her. Is. <laughs> she didn't look like the eaten type, all right? <laughs> Just gonna she say. She like she eats her cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has like a knife and fork. She <laughs> cuts off her. And it's just lit, and she grabs it and just like, yeah. oh, it's a good dinner today. <laughs> Actually. And then eats some cream corn. I have a question. Oh, yes, you? Hi. There was eggs. She made him eggs. Yeah, she had eggs in the morning. How? So maybe they had. How? Eggs go bad. Eggs do go bad. There was That was like six weeks at that point. Was it that far in? It was It was about, a, it said one month later. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, and that was when There's she no brought way, the trolley. Fucking, back then, eggs did not last that long. You never know. Maybe they didn't have standards back then. They thought <laughs> cigarettes were healthy. <laughs> that is actually a very good point. They but really that was also think. because of the cigarette company being like, hey, guys. We are healthy. Virginia Slims are good for you. <laughs> and Smoke we're like chatterins <laughs> so what if you have gills it's fine smoke those chatterins <laughs> your babies have flippers it's okay that's supposed to happen <laughs> your baby is a fast swimmer now <laughs> they should go in the pool <laughs> oh chatterins michael phelps who mm. you got flipper feet <laughs> i love a good flipper feet who baby. doesn't Anyway, so yeah, like I don't understand how she had eggs. Yeah, I don't. I don't Unless know. there was chickens on the property, they didn't show any chickens. They didn't show any chickens. I don't think cold. that was on the checklist. Keep the chickens alive so you get eggs year round. <laughs> there was no chickens. I don't know. Did they have like egg substitute back then? No, it was. They were like sunny side up eggs. They were sunny side up yeah, eggs. Yeah, that doesn't. They said powdered milk. I heard. I remember. Yeah, he yeah. said powdered. Definitely milk. powdered milk. They. I don't think powdered eggs. Fucking thing. I don't think powdered eggs you can get sunny side <laughs> from powdered <laughs> no, eggs. I don't think so. Maybe they had like McDonald's eggs where you just kind of like. Oh, they just shit them out? Yeah. And it's like a perfect hockey puck? Yeah. It's Except like that this perfect. This one it's just sunny side Perfect up. circle with like the. Yeah, I know. But I don't get those it. Those look like actual eggs. Yeah. Why are weird. we still talking about I don't know. Eggs? I don't get it. I don't it's, get it. It's literally <laughs> three seconds of the movie. If you look at the platter <laughs> she's giving him. Which, oh. of course, I do, because I'm a fucking piece of shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, egg platter, deluxe, uh, bacon. Oh, cool, great. Yeah, it was just like bacon, eggs, and so. Yeah, toast, toast maybe? Toast I don't remember. Points. Yeah. Toast points. <laughs> toast points. 
It wasn't very amazing. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, yeah. what, what are you going to do? No, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Like, um, so point is, is that I really. <laughs> oh, there's a point to this? There's a point. Okay. Actually, no, there's no point to it. I really just admired how big the kitchen was. And just, oh, like, I love All it. the different stuff. Yeah. Um, but the actual cooking never really happened because all it was was fruit cocktail and Virginia Slim cigarettes. Yeah, they only showed like the two meals was her pouring the breakfast. entire giant can. Yeah. And, and that. then that breakfast. There was no like, hey, dinner. I think they talked about it. Like, We're going to make grilled cheeses. Yeah. And, and then, then he's like, it. get out of my fucking face, you <laughs> well, idiot. I bash it in with this <laughs> fucking bat. So the whole time now, as it kind of progresses day by day by day, you just see Jack just getting more agitated. Yeah, he's Jack's like getting crazier. He's an actual dad. <laughs> he's like a dad on a vacation. Yes, I spent way too much I money. I spent thousands of dollars. <laughs> I took all the time off I get this year. You're going to have fun on this fucking vacation. Yes. Eat your goddamn french fries. Exactly. It's like- <laughs> I paid $9 for french fries. <laughs> Eat your french fries. It basically reminds me of like Chevy Chase during vacation at like the end of it. Where he's like, don't touch. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it reminds me of. But he's just been very creepy, very distant. Yeah. Like Wendy's like, oh my God, it's going to snow outside. Do you want to go play in the snow with me? Yeah. He's like, go fuck yourself. She's even like, oil. hey, you want to go for a walk sometime? He's and he's like, like, I have he's to like, I write. have to write. <laughs> you see and she's what like, here? have you written anything yet? Like, I'll look over it. <laughs> and he's just like, how about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> I love when he's just like, I'm tapping away. <laughs> and he's like, not even doing anything. He's literally doing nothing. And it's just, you just see all the blank pages and he's just like, yeah. yeah, great job, guy. <laughs> if if this was now, like in 2020, he would just be sitting there playing Candy Crush on his fucking phone. Oh, absolutely. That's he'd, what it would be. be like Candy Crush, Quasi Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> Love those Quasi Cupcakes. The craziest. <laughs> <sighs> but this whole time, Danny's just fucking rolling around on his little bike. Ron, yeah, wandering around the hotel like big man on campus. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? You have all the fucking space. Honestly, like, I think as... I don't know. Like as a kid, are you terrified or are you not terrified? I think it's, uh, it really depends on the kid, but I feel like most of the time you'd be like, who cares? I have all this space to play. Yeah. I have all this room for activities. I'm going to yeah. fucking just go for it. True. So he just winds up really just biking around his oh, little And his almost little hitting bike. all the furniture. All the furniture. And just eating shit. Almost. But he doesn't though. And he's just like kind of going around looking at everything. And then occasionally like he'll have like a really weird flash where he'll see like the He'll twins. see the twins and, and the like, blood fucking elevator. I don't, Come play with us. I don't know why. Forever ever. <laughs> I don't know why you keep with the accents. In my head, that's what they have. So like he'll see that and he'll kind of get panicky or whatever. But like the moment that a lot of activity happens for him is that one day he's just like sitting in some hall, some random hallway. Some giant hallway. His mom has no idea where the fuck he is ever. Why would they don't have walkie talkies? What if he busted no, his face on Actually, table. they never have a walkie-talkie, and no. the only way to contact the outside world is like this CB radio. Oh, that she uses later on. She's like over. Yeah, she just talks to the police uh, station because her husband won't talk to her. Yeah, I need someone to talk to. Over. And I love how the police officers are like, "Well, uh, is that it, ma'am? Because yeah. like we got emergencies to do. I have something to do." And he goes right back to Crazy Cupcakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, no problem. Over. over. <laughs> I'm just gonna smoke my cigarettes. Over. I'm gonna keep smoking. Smoking all my ciggies over. Back to crazy cupcakes. So Danny's sitting in the middle of the carpet and a ball gets rolled to him. He first thinks it's his mom, dad, no, nothing. He looks up, there's literally no one. There's nobody. It's a long ass hallway. He's like, ooh, must be my mom. He 
then starts to walk down the hallway and realizes that it's room 237 is right there and the door is open and that's it. And then it cuts to <laughs> Jack in this whatever room that he set up in to, you know, fake right. <laughs> he is sleeping on the desk. It's not even comfortable because it's like head is hanging off the desk and he's just screaming. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, the good worker Starts that she is. running from five miles away. In and the she's basement. Like flailing her fucking arms. <laughs> when she runs, she is like an inflatable wacky tube man every time. She's <laughs> like, ah! like just running she runs to jack and jack is like oh my god i had an awful dream that i hacked you and danny up into tiny pieces <laughs> well at first he's like i had a dream i killed the both of you like just ha-ha. looking looking right at her and she's just like why the fuck would you tell me this and he's like oh it gets worse i just saw myself chop you into little pieces yeah and it's like she's like uh, okay. next time you have a dream keep it to yourself <laughs> You don't like sharing? <laughs> no. You said you want me to share my feelings. Exactly. Wendy, not Wendy. everything's happy. <laughs> so at the same time, as she's trying to comfort her husband, because he's just a fucking crying and whatever, a mess, Danny comes into the room, like, sucking his thumb, and you can tell he just got fucked up. He like, definitely he got, got fucked up. Yeah, he got his ass kicked. His little, like, his little weird sweater is torn. Well, he wore all the sweaters. Like, he, he was sweater, yes. sweater. He was a little sweater boy. Yeah, he was a sweater boy for these uh, adventures. I love how she's just like, Danny, just go, go away. Your father's fine. Over. (laughs) (laughs) And Danny just would not take that as an answer. Just kept slowly walking to them. And so she's just like, I'll I'll get rid of him. Don't worry. I'll go throw him outside. Over. And then she (laughs) runs over to him and realizes that he got fucked up looking and he has like scratches and bruises all over him. So she immediately just picks him up, looks at Jack and just starts screaming, you did this to him. You're a monster. And he's just like, what? And he's like, what? I just had a dream that I killed you. I I just didn't touch him. I just had a dream. I (laughs) murdered you and chopped you into little pieces, but I would never do that. (laughs) That doesn't sound like my MO at all. I didn't hurt him when he was a baby. I'm not that crazy yet. She then runs out of the room with a noticeable doll. With a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like one of the fun facts that we learned that she couldn't pick him up. Or no, no. No, no. It was Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick didn't want the boy. Danny. To know that this was a horror movie. It's so funny. So apparently he told him that it was a drama and any like (laughs) crazy scenes, they just kind of like were like, oh, it's a dummy. So she pretty much picked him up. And then when she was yelling, it was him. And then when she walked away. Because you could tell because the hands are kind of sticking out yeah. and not moving. Yeah. And he looks like he's dead. <laughs> he's like a uh, fucking uh, resuscitation doll. Yeah. Just Apparently trying. the kid didn't find out that it was a horror movie until like seven, eight years later. That's hilarious. Until after like it released. That's hilarious. And he finally watched it and was like, oh. <laughs> oh, this is this is this spooky. Is a horror movie. <laughs> it's not a dramedy as I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was one of those rom-coms. <laughs> I mean, it is a rom-com yeah. anyway. So that was a dummy. Yeah, that's hilarious. It's all terrain, dummy. Sorry. <laughs> As they leave, now Jack is like befuddled and yeah. is like, what the fuck? Like, I-, I don't understand. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> he then stumbles his way into the gold ballroom, which is like their most opulent ballroom that like all these uh, crazy parties happened and it's like their famous thing. And, yeah. blah, blah, blah. and there's nobody in there. There's nobody in there. So he decides to just walk over to the bar and just sit at a bar and he puts his head down. And then when he puts his head up, he starts to smile and he starts to talk to Lloyd and a bartender fucking appears. Yep. An old timey, creepy ass fucking bartender appears. Yeah, he does. 
and um, pours him a fucking drink. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's that, like, I, I know. <laughs> how does that have to happen? Like craziness. Yeah. Like I, I feel like, you know, maybe after three months, I feel like you would see a Lloyd, not after fucking five weeks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you think it would be towards the end of them having to watch it. Yeah. But he wasn't even like halfway through. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it wasn't even Christmas yet. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Did the crazies kick up when it just starts snowing? I is that how so. it works? I pretty much. And he starts to just talk to Lloyd as Lloyd gives him more drinks or whatever. He starts talking about how his, what did he call his wife? Sperm bank? He called her a sperm bank. Yeah. Which I was like. Yo, sperm bank. I know. Like, wow. 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 So. <laughs> okay. That li- uncomfortable. That, it's like that, that woman literally does everything for you. All you do is yell at her and that's how you talk about yeah, her. Yeah. She's a sperm bank. Classy. Right. <laughs> and talks about how, you know, she's awful and obviously lying and their son, he would never hurt the son except for that, you know, one it time. It happened one time. You know, but she won't let me live it down because, you know, I pretty much almost took the kid's arm out. Who cares? That's basically what he was yeah. saying. But this was also one of the points where the time didn't line up. Yeah. I don't know if that was an error in terms of like, maybe he was just ad-libbing some shit. Yeah. And they were like, fuck it, keep it. Like, that was great. Keep it keep it in. Well, because because like, when Shelly said it, it was... What, five months five at Five months point. before. When he said it... He said five months ago. He said... He said five, which so doesn't like, make any fucking sense. That doesn't line up. If anything, it was almost a year at that point yeah. that he stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no. Well, didn't he say like two years or some shit? He said a much longer like time frame. That's right. That's right. That's right. That yes, you're correct because he said something like that happened two years ago or yeah. whatever. He said like much longer. It's like that. And in reality, it hasn't even been a year. It really only been like six months at yeah. that point. So it's just like I don't know if it was a he fucked up and yeah. they just were like whatever, or they just never caught it, or maybe he really or it's didn't supposed have a, to be because he's crazy. Yeah, like he uh, had no yeah. concept of time at that point. Yeah. I don't know. They don't explain a lot in this movie. No, because it's just kind of like. Stuff happens. Well, someone goes across a room, visuals, pan, yeah. <laughs> and then you see a flash of something. I the next s- character. I will say, though, for me, like, I really love the scenes with the bartender because oh, the yeah, bartender yeah. does such a great job of just being a, a creepy creep. ass bartender. Also known as a bartender. Uh, yeah. Sing. <laughs> like, I love that because I just loved his whole, like, appeal and oh, his he, voice. Like, oh, yeah, he was, he was, was perfect he was for great. that. Yeah. He was a fucking one of the best characters in that and unfortunately their conversation gets cut short because wendy is now like running around the hallway Flailing her just, arms. Ah! and she finds jack in the ballroom and she's like oh my god jack i'm so sorry but danny actually got attacked by a woman there's someone else in this hotel and i'll never forget i love when he just like slowly turns his head and goes what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> which makes me die because he was literally having a fucking conversation, conversation with nobody and holding a <laughs> A glass that's not there anymore. Not the <laughs> and he has the balls to say, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're crazy. All right, fine. So <laughs> she's like, oh my God, go to room 237. There's a crazy woman in the hotel. Please, like, it's hurting Danny. We got to get her the fuck out of here. And he's like, fine, I'll go check it out. And then this is uh, probably like the weirdest this scene. This is one of those weird. One of the weirdest yeah, scenes. This is one of those weird. weird scenes where you're like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so the door is already open. There are lights on and it's, it's actually like one of those um, sex rooms. <laughs> it, it looks like there's definitely semen on every. It's inch definitely of that like the, the cocaine and semen suite. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, 
For sure. If you took a black light, it would be bright white that You would room. be instantly <laughs> blinded. <laughs> you would also have semen remnants on you for whatever reason. You didn't even sleep on anything. You just walk in the room and you're like, oh God, oh, I feel God. it on me. So he goes into the bathroom and you could tell that there's somebody sitting in the tub. Slowly the bathroom curtain opens up and you just see a, a, a lady. Some lady just butt A pretty naked. topless lady just like, hey. I'm like, what's up? So he then is like, <laughs> he gets very excited. First he's yeah. confused. Yeah, he's confused and it instantly goes away he's like yeah my he's dick like, is growing i'm on board <laughs> getting a real hard on right here well i know she gets up and she's like this amazonian woman yeah like had to be like six foot ten like she was fucking huge yeah but and, she but, slowly walks it was like 25 minutes of her like, like getting out of the tub yeah i wonder how many takes that took i'm assuming a 700 yeah like she was just butt ass naked for just days yeah like everything like her she her puss was out puss was out and her little hair was quaffed and whatever anyway she gets to like the middle of the bathroom and then he like meets her up with her he finally starts walking towards her and then they just start kissing they start making yeah. out like like no big deal like MBD, he's just like bro. i don't have a wife fuck who, who? her bank fuck her so can come down back there get out of here make out with you amazonian woman <laughs> And then he opens his eyes and looks into the mirror and then sees that this beautiful woman now turned into like an old the decrepit bloated witch. corpse. A bloated corpse basically that just had like these crazy ass liver spots and just some dead lady. I don't know. Like I just my favorite though is when she just started cackling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like <laughs> And then he just runs out of the room. Yeah. And then he goes to Shelly and he's like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. There's nothing in that room. <laughs> the lights were on, but there was no dead woman in Maybe there. the boy did it to himself. Yes. <laughs> Which to me, I was like, how is that even possible? The kid's like fucking four or five years old. And you're saying that he literally bruised the himself. He choked himself. He had that much. Well, we all saw the end of Scream 4. Emma Roberts <laughs> threw herself into... <sighs> A Emma. picture? Or Emma uh, Robertson, as I like to <laughs> lovingly call her. <laughs> That's Nick's favorite when you say people's names wrong. She throws herself into a picture frame. She throws herself into a table. She stabs herself. It's great. Possibilities are endless. Oh, she's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> So, she, so she's kind of like, um... Why would he do that? <laughs> what, what, over? No, look, why would he do that to himself? Oh, yeah, why would he do that? And, and she's just like, okay, well, I, I guess that kind of makes sense, but I think it'd be really good if we leave because this is kind of crazy now. And that's when he just goes nuts on yeah. her. And it's like, Wendy, I have a responsibility, which I want to be like... Bitch, please. You do yeah. not have a responsibility. You are not downstairs checking all the valves. I'm Fuck here. You. I have a job. I have stuff to do. <laughs> and she should be like, and you've done none Nothing. of them. <laughs> I've been opening the cream corn cans. I'm Who's opening the cream corn? Me. <laughs> Who's calling the police station on the radio? Me. Over. Because my husband doesn't want to talk to me. Me. <laughs> so she's kind of like just looking at him like, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you because now you make absolutely no sense and he's just going on a wild tangent about how she should basically just go fuck herself she doesn't have any sort of work ethic in her life or and it didn't make any sense no but i mean he's crazy he doesn't have to be logical no he's definitely he literally just made it with a ghost woman and then went downstairs and was like everything's fine, fine. <laughs> it's fine so clearly he's doing all right then he leaves the apartment or whatever he literally goes back down to the ballroom because i guess he just wants to finish his drink at that point and now the ballroom actually has it's, a party it's popping it's beautiful there's like all these balloons everywhere people are dancing i think they're celebrating new year's or some shit yeah. like that 
everybody has like 1920s garb on. Garb. Garb. And he, you know, heads over to the uh, bar and there's a couple people sitting there. And of course, our adorable baby Lloyd's there. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, okay, you know, I'll have another drink. And Lloyd's just like, no, don't worry. Oh, no, he's trying to pay for the drink. And then Lloyd goes, no, no, no. Your money's no good here. Like it's on the house. And I just love when Jack's like, I like to know who's buying my drinks. <laughs> and Lloyd's like, it's not a matter that concerns you at this point. He's like, all right. Yeah. And he just drinks. I like how he says that and then immediately he's like, all right, never I'm mind. I'm not going to argue with I you. don't care anymore. He gets up. He starts doing some weird soft shoe and then walks <laughs> into a waiter. Builds all this orange drink on him yeah, or whatever drink. the fuck it is. I think it's orange drink. Orange drink on yeah. him. And then they decide to go to the bathroom to go get it cleaned up. In the bathroom, you discover that this man that's cleaning him up is named Grady. Grady is the actual old caretaker back in the 70s that acts his whole family. This is probably the weirdest fucking scene because Jack Nicholson is just overacting at this point and he's just like so Grady like it was just (laughs) you look familiar there (laughs) (laughs) which to me I thought was really funny because in the beginning of the movie he had no idea that any of this happened didn't see any of the papers or anything like that like was totally unaware of this man he's like oh really that happened cool yeah like oh cool story bro now he's like I've seen the papers I know your face I've studied everything Grady I do that instead of writing I don't know why it's like Jack Nicholson and Christian Slater that we're doing. <laughs> I don't know. But then Grady has like this weird thick like kind of like English accent almost. Yeah, kind of. I don't under- I don't understand. I don't know where these people are from, but he's just kind of like um I believe you are mistaken, yeah. sir. <laughs> Cuz the whole time Jack is pretty much telling Grady like you were the caretaker. Yeah. And Grady corrects him and goes, "No, sir. You are always, always the, the caretaker. caretaker." And then Jack's like all right. I'm, he's like, I'm pretty sure, but okay. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Christian Slater and then like a cracked out rat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why you come here. You come here for the spot on impressions. <laughs> Love me some spot on impressions. Over. <laughs> Over. So I think now it's like starting to click with Jack. Like, I guess I am the caretaker. Totally makes sense. But then it's cut short by Grady saying to him, hey, do you know your son has this very special gift? And he's like, I didn't realize my son could even talk. Like, what do you mean special gift? I have a son? <laughs> yeah, I have a son? Oh, I- <laughs> Who is that small child in our room? I thought it was just know. some strange boy I kept seeing. <laughs> he's like, yes, he's communicating with uh, an outside help, which I'm not going to repeat what he says. He's yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> very not friendly. Because he says it, and then Jack says it. We're like, cool. I know, like, they kept repeating it. Yeah. And I was like, and you're uh, like I mean, guys, it was very different back then, I know then it was a different too, time, but Jesus. Which, I mean, it's never okay to say not- that. <laughs> but it was just like how they just literally, like, four times, you're like, this, 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 this. I was like, why like, are you saying guys, this? Guys, we fucking got it. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> I like to think that that scene probably took two. 200 times. Just so Gibber can hear it over again. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Gross. Anyway, so he starts saying to him that his son um, has very special powers or a very special gift that he should really uh, look into and kind of stop because they're trying to bring outside forces. And there, are, uh, and if you don't know what we're talking about, they're referring to the fact that Danny can talk to Scatman Crothers' character, mm-hmm. Dick Halloran, through his mind, through The Shining. Then Grady mentions something to the effect of like that Jack should really look at his family and maybe he should some correct some of their behaviors because, you know. Because Grady's daughters. Yeah, because yeah. Grady's daughters tried to burn down the hotel. Yeah. And he had to correct. I corrected, corrected them, them. <laughs> with my axe. And then when my 
wife found out and she didn't like what I was doing, I corrected her. <laughs> Did you add an H to wife? <laughs> <laughs> wife. It's like those people that can't pronounce white. They're like, white. <laughs> I had this one chorus teacher that did that. Really? White. Yeah. Was that her name? White. No, her name was, uh, I'm not going to say it, but well, yeah, it course. was like a normal name or whatever, but she'd be like, when? When? And I'm like, when? Who? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> she was a very weird chorus teacher. Love so, like, it. She overpronounced things. It was very strange. <laughs> And then she used to tell us, like, if we had to get on the train and there was someone sitting next to us that we didn't feel comfortable, to just go, <laughs> just to do that. And then the person would leave you alone. Well. Actually, it does work. I believe it. It does. I mean, if you're sitting there and someone just started going. <laughs> I have moved away from people. After yeah. I'd be like, cool, this person's having a panic attack. Yeah. I'm going to get away. Yeah. Great. <laughs> They're about to explode. Explode. <laughs> so he so corrected so them. He corrected them. With an X. Okay. He asked him a few questions. He, he asked him a few. Yeah, he asked, asked, he asked them, them a few, few questions. questions. Oh, he sure did. So now, while he's still like hamming it up in the bathroom, it kind of pretty much cuts to Wendy, who's like, you know, I don't feel right about just sitting here with my son who uh, got attacked by some ghost lady. Like, we need to really leave this hotel. And you know what? I don't care if Jack's going to come with us, but we're going to leave. Yeah. He needs a doctor. If he comes, great. If not, also great. Fuck him. Who Even cares? better if he doesn't come. So she takes a bat and she <laughs> she then goes down to confront Jack to let him know that she is going to leave. And this is kind of like the start of the end of the movie. Yeah. Pretty much. She wanders down to his writing room. Yeah. She does some investigative reporting of her own. Yes. Nobody's in there. She goes over to the typewriter and she looks through the stack of paper and it has the iconic phrase, all work and no play makes a jack a dull boy and a dull butt oh yeah because there were some that were like, <laughs> like dull butt <laughs> some had like spelling errors <laughs> so all we kept saying was a dull butt yeah uh such a dull butt <laughs> and she's going through all these pages and it's like it was actually kind of really pretty some of them because it was like certain like well, it's, it's formatted like a script yeah but it it's really literally cool. the same sentence over and over I was like, oh, man, that's actually pretty kind of neat to do that. So she's like going through all these pages, hoping that it's just not going to say that. She's flipping through so many <laughs> it's pages. Like fucking a thousand pages. How many, if, how many pages of seeing that would you be like, all right, this is a problem. But yeah. she's just like fucking digging, like maybe page 47, 52, 86. <laughs> oh, my God, 112. No, she's just fucking no, flipping. And then he nothing. creeps up on her. And he's just like, hey, you like what I wrote? <laughs> <laughs> and she just screams. Yep. But, which is what she spends the rest of the movie doing. Oh, yeah. All Frank, Basically screaming and flailing her mop God, hair. Goddamn weird mop hair. Yeah, it's and those so annoying. Inflatable wacky arms. <laughs> and she just turns around, screams at him, and is like, we need to go. We need to leave. Danny is sick. Uh, I would love for you to come, but I'm going to take the bobcat. Right? Because I was a, was a bobcat. Snowcat. Snowcat. You I kept saying bobcat, bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. We're going to take the bobcat Goldthwait, mm -hmm. and we're going to drive down the mountain with it. You're in or you out? And he's just like, I don't understand. Like, why don't you just stay here with Christian me? Slater? Everything's fine. <laughs> and then he just pretty much just kind of just berates her that she's a fucking idiot. Oh my God. And I fucking hate you. And yeah. like, just, he, he just, just destroys yells her. yells at her. Yeah, just, just wrecks her. And she's now getting nervous because she's like, something's not right here. He's being really fucking crazy. I'm going to slowly back away with this huge bat. And as she's going up the stairs, that's when he just snaps and is just like, give me that bat so I can bash your fucking brains in. Yeah. And she's like, uh-uh, bitch. And she first, I guess, hit him by accident. Like, he went to grab and she hit his hand. 
And he was like, ow, you actually really hit me. <laughs> Which I was just like, are you surprised? You literally said I'm going to bash your fucking brains in. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, fine, over. And she, nope. she then hits him in the head and then he falls down the stairs. And somehow Olive Oil manages to drag his oh my big god. ass because he's huge compared to her. Oh, oh my god, he's like three of her. And and made me kind of laugh that like she like holding Danny running out awkwardly with this doll like <laughs> it looked like it was too heavy for her. And then we're expecting her to somehow drag him all the way to the dry pantry. I know, like that was a fu- that's like, a fucking s- long walk. Serious? Bro. Didn't, she didn't get like a dolly, no. or like a cart or anything. She just fucking wheels his ass bare hand, just exactly yanks him down. Trying to get him. Finally gets him into the dry pantry and then locks his ass in there. And he finally wakes up Mm -hmm. and he's just like, oh my God, Wendy. Oh man, my head hurts. I need to see a doctor too. He starts to sound normal. She starts to kind of second guess herself. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have hit him. Maybe he's okay. And then when he realizes she's not going to budge, he he just starts starts yelling at her. He just starts yelling at her (laughs) and just laughing, saying like, bitch, you're not going to leave. You're never leaving here. I pretty much wrecked the Bobcat Goldthwait and I wrecked the fucking radio. Why don't you go see for yourself? (laughs) Yeah. Ha ha, bitch. And she's like, no. And then she just runs. Yeah. Well, after listening to him, like, yell at her for like five minutes, she's like, stupid. I'm going to leave the room now. (laughs) She runs away and then she realizes that pretty much everything. She checks on the Bobcat. Fucking gone. It's all fucked up. So she then goes back into the room and she just takes a nap. Oh, my God. Yeah. She just passes out. Now, what we didn't talk about is that when Danny got hurt, he started to use his shinning Shinning to talk to to Scatman Crothers. That's what we didn't mention so yeah. i apologize to that because now scatman crothers character you see him traveling the outside help is scatman right. heading to them yes because he tries to radio them and they're like the tower is down it's not working because of the huge because of the storm yeah so he's like all right i'm, I'm hopping up it cuts to him on a plane and then on a fucking driving five hours <laughs> to get to a bobcat goldthwaite and to like drive up a fucking to drive mountain. up the mountain yeah so he's just fucking on his long adventure He's just running, running, running. Yeah. So you find out Danny is no longer Danny anymore. It's now Tony. Yeah. Because like Danny just disappeared. He just tapped out. He's like, I'm outside. Thank you. <laughs> so he uh, starts writing red rum, which took 25 oh minutes. Oh my God. The scene where he literally, oh he slowly walks over and just then walks all the way back. And you're like, guys, this scene is nine minutes. He just, he took like the lipstick and was like looking at the lipstick and then, and then walks over to the door. Writes red rum. And you're just like, guys, this scene was God, it's so long. so long. When we watched it, Teresa was literally like, fast forward. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, come on. Nothing is happening. And it was nine minutes. It was nine it was, minutes. Yeah, it was like nine minutes. I was like, wow. And then she sees it in the reflection and Red Rum says murder. And, and you're like, like, oh my God. Oh. Back to screaming from sleeping to screaming. So then it cuts to Jack, who is making himself really cozy in the pantry. Because oh, he, he is comfy. Can- Cannot get out because it's dead bolted. <laughs> He's like literally sitting on a bag of rice eating uh, crackers and Oreo cookies. <laughs> he has so many open snacks right next to him. We're like, I mean, what else would you do? Uh, seriously, I'd be like, I'm famished. You're you're locked in the dry pantry i guess i'll eat everything so he's eating there and then you all of a sudden you hear grady on the other side and grady is pretty much just making fun of him the fact that he can't even kill olive oil or you can't even kill your family (laughs) obviously you don't have any commitment to this hotel like you're being real stupid right now like i don't even like you're obviously not the man for the job and he's like no no give me a chance like i've had some complications yeah i fell down some stairs but i'm all set now i'm ready to i'm kill. all in send me in coach i will kill my family so then the fucking ghost 
magically unlock just, just unlock like, the door. Just like click, and you're like, all right. I'm I'm out. So Jack now grabs an axe and heads up to the apartment that they've all been staying at. And as uh, Wendy's trying to figure out what her next move is, it gets rudely interrupted by Jack just breaking down the door with a fucking axe to the point now they run into the bathroom, lock themselves in. She shoves him outside of the window. Out the window because it's just like sweet. Just Oh yeah, it's it's convenient. It's a how... perfect little snow drift so she could just go wee. <laughs> Which looked a lot of fun. It was pretty awesome. I was like, that looks like fun. That looks pretty good. So he goes down the snowdrift, but her greasy head would just not go through. <laughs> Which you would think. Which is no way. Because he could just wipe her hair on the inside around. And, and she, she would just, be able to fucking slide out. She would out. fly out of that fucking thing. She was literally the size of a toothpick. You're telling me that lady could not fit through that window. That's impossible. I know he she was, was bony. But she was on. barely bigger than the boy. Seriously. She was just longer. That's that was it. it. And I was like, no, no, there's, she could fucking fit through that window, but whatever, <laughs> fine. So she can't. So instead, she's holding her little knife and she's just like standing by she's the like, shower. Right by the door. And just screaming. Yelling. So much yelling. As he is just literally just fucking beating down the goddamn door with an axe. And he says, of course, the it's like, classic. Here's, Here's Johnny. Johnny. And when this is what I didn't understand. It really made no sense. He opens up a piece of the door. Yep. And then he reaches in to unlock it when he could have easily just fucking continued it breaking in. the door. Uh-huh. And she took that opportunity to slice his hand. Mm-hmm. He was like, eh. And then he just ran. <laughs> I like away. how he sounds like a bird squawk when he gets cut. He runs away and then she just stands in the shower crying for yeah. like 25 minutes. Well, before he runs away, he hears a snowcat coming. Yes. He hears so a snowcat. He fucking just runs. And he's just it. like, what do you mean? I, uh, the snowcat, the bobcat snowcat, I broke. What's <laughs> going on? So he goes downstairs and Danny is kind of like just running around outside, yeah. just trying to figure he's out. He's just in the snow in just like a little sweater, nothing heavy. Yeah. No, he was fine. He's fine. It's like 30 below. And he's like, I'm good. He's, he's killing it right now. <laughs> He's like, I'm a kid. This is great. I call this fun. <laughs> poor, poor Scatman Crothers Dick Halloran comes in and he's just like, hello. He just Hello. Yelled, is anyone here? He goes, hello, guys. Over. Is anyone over here? Over. He walks around and then ultimately meets his demise. And just takes a corner. Jack just axes him. Right in the fucking chest. That's so sad. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> I was so sad. I know. Because he fucking spent his miles. I know. He spent the airplane miles to get up there. He rented fucking a fucking. Miami. I know. Yeah. He was nice there. He fucking flew. He rented a snow cat. He had to put a down payment on that. I know. He's not getting that back. He's not getting back. He's dead. He's dead. He's He's never getting that back. He's getting back. Nothing. You know what I love, though? I loved his uh, little hotel room or whatever, like, little residence he had. And he had, like, <laughs> he just had those, uh, like, the... Naked the, black ladies. Yeah, na- naked black and ladies like, that were just so perfect. That were just posing. Yeah, like, all right. <laughs> it was almost like Charlie Angels kind of posing. <laughs> like, they're sitting except, on their knees. Like, except they little, were just... Yeah, like, ooh. But as naked. <laughs> oh, I listen. People like what they like. You know what you like. And, and you know what? He really loved Charlie Angels type ladies. Posing. Posing. But as naked. Sitting with their big old titties. Good yeah. for him. Tickle bitties. <laughs> big old bitties. <laughs> oh god anyway so he's dead and <laughs> so he's dead <laughs> so now jack goes outside and starts screaming for danny and then danny starts to make a break for it to the giant hedge maze which we failed to mention there's a giant hedge maze yeah um that is like iconic or whatever like that was a thing that they were famous for and it was one of those hedge mazes that you needed apparently like an hour because you get lost in there it takes a a long time to figure out how to get out of so danny makes a break for it in the hedge maze and jack just like follows his foot little little teeny footprints he's like i got you danny (laughs) he's like limping 
to find him. Wendy now gets out of the room and is like, oh my God, I totally forgot I had a child. I need to go find out where he is. Yeah, she's just frantic in the bathroom for like eight <laughs> more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and she leaves the bathroom. This is where like the hotel just starts to fuck with her, which is kind of interesting because she's just like scream, is quietly screaming, Danny, 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 like running around the hotel. And she happens to like hit this one area of rooms where the doors are open and she just sees a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> they never explain no. this. But you see this like fat man that pretty much looks like John Candy from Spaceballs <laughs> on his knees sucking someone else's dick. Yeah. And, and they're like, just like, what's going on outside? I, I love how they both look at her like, you're interrupting you're like, what we're uh, doing. We're busy. We left we're the door furries. open on purpose. <laughs> I'm a furry. I still don't understand what that was about. I have no idea. But she sees it and she goes, ah! And then she, she continues runs. to go, <laughs> She runs. And then she meets up with Grady, who has like a fucking bullet to the brain because he basically shot himself yeah. in the head. And he's just like, lovely party, isn't it? And she's like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and then she runs further and she finds that the whole lobby now is just all it was skeletons. Like, it, well, it was, she turns it, it was like <laughs> Halloween cobwebs. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, and then it flashes to like cheesy skeletons. And she's like, oh, <laughs> and then she sees a blood off an elevator. Oh, yeah. she runs and she finds poor Dick Halloran on the yeah. floor. Oh. Oh. She goes outside and she's just like, She's just screaming constantly. <laughs> she's literally, that whole part of the movie, she's just yelling. Flailing her fucking so wacky loud. arms oh, and just God. screaming. So Danny did the smartest thing as he was running around. He kind of figured out like he needs to also get out of this fucking maze because otherwise he'll die in there too. So he starts to like backtrack so he's like, tracks. But it's like so slow. Yes. Like I know, he had, I know he had a head start, but they show him take five steps back and it takes like four minutes. Yeah. And just him slowly backstepping. It's like, all right, we get it, guys. Yeah, we get it. We get He's it. backstepping. Get it. I got it. He <laughs> climbs into one of the little turnoffs, brushes it all his footprints away. So Jack just keeps going forward. Yeah. Jack doesn't even see the difference. He's like, I fuck this. I'm just going to keep going because that kid's small and stupid and I'm smart and I'm going to kill him. I'm an adult. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> so he just continues to get lost further and further and further into the maze. Danny backtracks, gets out of the maze, runs into Wendy who's flailing outside screaming. And it's like, Danny, huh? Oh. And then picks him up, puts him in the Bobcat Gulfway, turns around and descends down the mountain. And as the Bobcat Gulfway is going down the mountain, you just hear Jack is like, <laughs> he just makes all these weird yells. Like, and then eventually just cuts the next day. He just day. Collapse. He, he collapses and then it yeah. cuts to the next day. And he's, he's frozen to He's death. just <laughs> sitting up a popsicle. He's just like. <laughs> the fucking classic meme of anytime it's fucking, there's like a snowstorm yeah. on Twitter. You just see fucking Jack Nicholson as a popsicle. Like that's And it's him. like, that's, that's really what we chose to do. <laughs> like that was it. It looks so, it's so fucking funny. And that's, that's no. pretty much it. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That's the shinning. So like this movie, <laughs> <laughs> like you're just like, I got nothing right now. I got nothing. I like it. This movie has plenty of iconic scenes and moments. Yes, there is. The blood elevator. Yeah. The twins. Yeah. The rolly ball with no one there. Mm -hmm. The here's Johnny. Yeah. The give me the bat. Give me the bat. Uh, Lloyd. Lloyd. Like, yeah. Brady. The haunted hotel. Mm -hmm. Plenty of iconic fucking moments. But there's so much like snooze. Yeah. That's the problem is that, like I said, it, like I said in the beginning of this, is that they could have, um, taken 45 minutes out of it yeah they definitely could have cut some out it's like because yeah. it's like even the intro it's like yeah it's like credits long driving scene yeah but it's filled with scenes like that where yeah. it's just like it's long 
it's slow mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. if it actually builds to something it's at the very end and it's small yeah but some of them are like long scenes where it's like all right they're doing this and everything's fine. But then they do it again and then they see something. The suspense is not enough for me to be like invested in it. Yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to. Because there are some movies that have a very slow buildup. But it's You're like the good. payoff's like, oh. But it's like a nice amount of buildup where I'm not bored being like, okay, can you fast forward? And it's nine minutes of someone walking across the yeah, fucking room. Yeah, I don't want to see this child no. walk across the room. Like, I don't care. <laughs> cut to him with a lipstick and then just writing red rum. Yeah. And then fucking Shelly wakes up and is like, oh. Sometimes I think this is like self-serving, like just, you know, uh, jerk off masterpiece of like, oh, I fucking created this buildup. I it's mean, like, oh. probably because he's like, I took someone else's work. Yeah. And I'm going to make it my own. See, I think that's what also kills me, too, is that, well, Stephen King's movies in general, anytime there's like an adaptation of his movie, adaptation of his books, it's nine out of ten times garbage oh my god yes it's always bad absolutely i could fucking do i mean there are so many movies that are just fucking terrible how many stephen king movies are good how many listen to the silence <laughs> <laughs> we should do what we should do is like a stephen king month oh of course like that yeah and try to watch as many stephen king movies as possible see if there's like a really good one my favorite and it's like not even really a particularly good movie and it's actually a short story so it's not really a book or anything but it's the night flyer oh yeah, yeah that i thought was actually pretty good for what it was there are some cheese i'm not gonna of course, lie about it's, that it's stephen king miguel farrar oh, rest in peace R. Love R. Him. i love that one it was so good and i knew what i was getting with it <laughs> actually you know i take that back storm of the century but that was an adaptation. That was a TV movie. Yeah. That you never watched. I never saw that. No. That's fucking great. Yeah. That is one thing I, I remember seeing it when I was like 13, 14 and that leaving an imprint on me because it was just so crazy mm -hmm. and good. Yeah. So there are some things that are good. Like It, for example. Yeah. The only Stephen King movie that I watch is It. Yeah. The original, and the original It, not this new It. The made for TV one. Yeah. Like I liked the remake of part one but i heard oh. nothing good about part two no nothing we should, we should watch it though we're, i mean we're gonna have to because yeah. we're gonna do it at one yeah. point so that's it. one of those movies where i just I, i'm like cool i have three and a half hours let me watch it one and two and then turn it off before they go into the thing at the end yeah to face the, the spider because i'm like it. fuck you but we'll get into that later <laughs> But like the rest of the movie, I love it. Like when they're yeah. kids getting tormented by Pennywise. Okay, that's great. I love it when they're adults, when they really just get fucking murdered. Yeah. I love it. But it's just like that little ending. The end is like, oh God, it. why? But I guess the point is, is that <laughs> we'll, like. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, most adaptations don't really pay off. No, they don't. And like, this one, oh my God, like the Dreamcatcher. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen I don't seen think you have. Seen like I actually, I liked the movie when I saw it initially. Yeah. Uh, I read the book. The book was great. Yeah. Um. But like the the movie, it's like watching it again. <laughs> it's really not a good movie. Like it's mm. really not. But I I liked it because I watched it fucking a million years ago in like middle school or some shit. Right. But then I read the book and I was like, oh, the book's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I read the book in high school. I just hated that Stanley Cooper took this book, made it his own, and it's like a shittier version. Yeah. You know, because the book, I think the book is really fucking good. This book, I never, I never read the book. So I read the book and then they also came out with a made for TV thing just around the time that they did Storm of the Century when mm -hmm. I was like fucking eighth grade. And now thinking about it, it's, it's more in line with the book. Yeah. And it's cheesy, but it's more in line with the book. And I appreciate that one so much more. Yeah. I haven't, I think I've only watched it like once with you. Yeah. I've never watched it because I never really cared about The Shining. 
No. The Shining was actually, uh, and I really like Doctor Sleep. I haven't seen the movie, but I remember reading the book and really thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. As like the sequel or whatever. But yeah, no, it's just, I don't like what Stanley Kubrick did with this. Mm -hmm. Also, I will say, I don't think Stanley Kubrick's the most amazing director. What What other movies did he do? Clockwork Orange. Okay. He actually didn't really direct that much. Really? Uh-uh. Probably because no one likes working with him. <laughs> so he did some stuff in the 50s or whatever. So 1962, he did Lolita. Okay. 1964, Dr. Strangelove. 1968, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Which never I saw it. Never saw. I remember my uncle yelled at me because I've never seen it. I'm uh, like, yeah, it looks boring. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it. I hear it's really good, but... 1971, A Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. 1980, A Shining. He did Full Metal Jacket in 1987. Okay. I've seen Full Metal Jacket a few times, but like I'm not a big war movie person, so it's just like... Mm. Um, and then Eyes Wide Shut in 1999. That's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. In, in terms of being an actual director, yep. Hmm. And then he wrote some stuff, you know, like he did the screenplay of The Shining, Full Metal Jacket screenplay. No, that's pretty much it. Hmm. Even A Clockwork Orange, I don't think it's really fucking amazing. Yeah, that was never mm-hmm. one of my favorites. No, it's okay. Just like The Shining. Like, I remember watching it, like, yeah. a while ago and being like, okay, I don't know. I think I just like cheesier. I like cheesy movies. I know? have an appreciation for Like, I love, like, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. I love that shit. No, I love that, but I also love a good story, yeah. too. And I love, they don't, like, a good fucking movie. They don't explain much. Like, there's things that happen in this movie that they're just like, hey, it happens. That's it. Like, he's crazy, right? I think they were trying to uh, build up so much suspense that maybe the story got a little bit lacking (laughs) yeah the the whole movie was trying to build suspense and and then it gets to the end and then it's over like i said and like i continue to say the suspense was the most boring part of it because they (laughs) could have cut it out if they cut it out by 45 minutes kind of like hereditary right oh 100 percent hereditary they, they i, cut I actually 40 really minutes enjoyed that movie, out of that if movie they cut some of, some of it out it would have like tightened it up Absolutely. and i would have been like all right this is great and i feel like that with the shining yeah if they fucking sped it up just a little bit i would have a much more it would have made it more like fluid yeah exactly and it would have been much more enjoyable to watch instead of being bored halfway through it because i'm like okay like hurry you, the fuck up <laughs> like you literally just wait for one of the iconic scenes to happen yeah and then it's over and you're like all right you're waiting for the next one yeah and then you're like, all right waiting for the next one and then the next one and then the ending happens and the movie's over and he's popsicle like i said i appreciate good suspense i always do but there is a very fine line of like good suspense versus too long of suspense yeah there's drawn out and then the suspense (gasps) um but yeah that's kind of like (laughs) i used to like it when i was younger and then the more i watch it as an adult the more i'm like and eh, not yeah. my cup of tea. It's this not was, my favorite. Yeah, this is never like my favorite. If movie. it's on, uh, especially like around Halloween time, like a lot of uh, channels will just throw a bunch of like horror movies up. Mm-hmm. This is the one that I don't watch. Yeah, this is not a rewatcher for me. Like I'll rewatch no. the Halloween movies, the Scream movies. Yes, I'll I could rewatch watch those movies. Fucking other dumb shit. But this is not on my list of, oh, it's on. I'll watch it. Yeah, no, for sure. No. Now, there are some interesting facts, though. Yes, let's time for fun facts, fun facts. Because the fun facts, I feel like, could have made it a better movie. Some of them. <laughs> what? Since we already did this, I know some of the fun facts. Yeah, I know. So, it's uh, sad, but... I know. Yeah. But, no, some of them are really good, though. Yeah. Okay. Jack and Shelley expressed open resentment against the reception of the film, feeling that critics and audiences credited Stanley Kubrick solely for the film's success. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're just like, oh, it's all all Stanley Kubrick. 
Stanley nope. put on that greasy wig and <laughs> ran around the hotel. Stanley did, <gasps> a, Stanley did a great Jack Nicholson impression. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm also Christian Slater because I can't do voices. <laughs> Where's the cream corn, man? <laughs> I need more cream corn to go with my cigarettes. <laughs> oh, Jack. <laughs> Jack does. Uh, so, yeah, they, they were not happy that they got none of the credit for hilarious. Stanley's vision. Oh, God, fuck that vision. According to Shelley, the Here's Johnny scene took three days to film, and they used 60 doors. 60! That's, that's annoying. I know, that's, that's so annoying. Tricks. <laughs> that's so fucking tedious. Yeah. To get Jack Nicholson in the right agitated mood, he was fed only cheese sandwiches for two weeks. <laughs> and apparently he hates cheese sandwiches. But I mean, like, so is everybody on the set being like, "Oh, here's oh. your flame and your, here's your cheese sandwich." Uh, I'm gonna have my steak from the craft table. Here's your cheese sandwich, Jack. I know. Like, how many? I mean, like, what kind of cheese are we talking about? I'm pretty sure it's just like American cheese. Oh, that would drive me insane on too. White bread. Oh, nothing else. God, no condiments either to jazz it up. What would you mm. put on it? Mustard, oh, <laughs> ketchup, mayonnaise. Honestly. At that point, just to feel alive, relish. <laughs> uh, <no>. Relish? <laughs> I don't what know. Are you, my little brother. Listen, it's crazy. Um, yeah, that's. I find that hilarious that they're like, "Hey, let's make him actually mad." Yeah, let's, let's make feed dad him mad. Garbage. <laughs> just give him that. No, thank you, sir. Kubrick's known for his compulsiveness and numerous retakes. Got the shot of blood pouring from the elevators in only three takes. Wow. Um, so that's a record compared to it, the last scene. But it would be amazing if it didn't take nine days to set up the shot. Oh, what an asshole. And then what, <laughs> And then after what happened, Kubrick would say, it doesn't look like blood. <laughs> if I was like one of the set people, I'd be like, you gotta be, I'd be fucking like, kidding me. Hey, it's fucking red. Who cares? It's not thick like blood. It's literally red water. <laughs> fucking, it doesn't look like blood like <laughs> fuck you like fuck you i quit the snowy maze in the conclusion of the movie consisted of 900 tons of salt and crushed styrofoam that's dope. fun that's fun that's how you make a frozen maze of death salt and styrofoam am i right guys seriously because kubrick lived in england he wasn't familiar with here's johnny from the carson show that nicholson improvised and it almost got cut out Most one iconic of the line. like top five iconic parts of this fucking movie almost got cut out that's crazy to think that that would have been cut out i know hmm. he'd be like hey jelly <laughs> the shot of the ball rolling into danny's toys took 50 takes probably because kubrick was like it rolled to the left too much <laughs> <laughs> I would go insane and I could not work with this man. That's what happened. I would be like, he drove Shelly to like tears. Scatman Crothers and Shelly hated Kubrick (laughs) because they like Kubrick told people not to sympathize with Shelly because he wanted her to get the sadness, the actual like emotions to be real. And like he made her like redo some shots so many times. She talks about the movie and it was like her best role and she would never do it again. It's kind of funny because I feel like, you know, the acting in this movie. It's kind of cheese. Yeah. Because it's like it's Jack Nicholson just being Jack Nicholson. Yeah, literally just being himself. The entire movie. Like you could have put him in Joker makeup from when they got in the car and it would have been perfect. <laughs> it would have been the fucking same. I would have never known the difference. Instead of throwing the tennis ball, he'd just be like painting and playing Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been the same thing. And then Honestly, Michael Keaton yes. would show up and be like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> Honestly, I would have accepted it more. The only one that did um, good acting is the kid. 
Danny did yeah. fine. It was his he first did, movie, too. It was amazing. Yeah. Scatman Crothers. He's a National Treasure. National Treasure. Apparently, Scatman, the next movie he did, yeah. he did a shot, and they got it in one take, and he started crying. He was so happy. What a sweet That's man. how <laughs> oh many God. times I had to redo shit with oh, Stanley Kubrick. God, he has PTSD. I know. Fuck, man. Imagine being, <laughs> being like Those... going to another movie and then getting it in one shot, and you're like, Wait, I don't have to do this a hundred more times? I would be hysterically crying too. <laughs> um, but no, it's actually, I really, really enjoyed their characters, but everybody else, I was like, eh. Shelly, it's so funny that he would even do that to her because her character, I don't know, like, I felt like her acting was just so not great. I think it was too over the top. Like, that's All that's, right. Okay, not, Jack, whatever not, you say. Not even that. I think in more the frantic parts, I think it was too much. Like, yeah, he was, yeah. she was... She was hysterical, but, like, but I found it annoying. Yes, exactly. And like, I get it. Yeah, she's being attacked <laughs> and she's just her and her husband who's trying to kill her. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, I just, I don't know. I just found it annoying. Yeah. I tried to see if I could put myself in her situation and would I just be running around being like, <laughs> like, it's almost cartoonish, like a caricature. Yeah. Like, like she's running around, like she's running around, like, like, <laughs> flailing. <laughs> like, like some fucking, I expected that from like some sort of like Laurel and Hardy 1920s fucking movie or 1940s movie you know what i mean <laughs> like i didn't expect it from now i don't know i don't know even it's just i don't know it's just my opinion his just, notes on her like i feel like ruined it further i would love to see what one take i know of her being normal because i feel I, like that I, probably would i would love better. to see like five takes 10 takes 20 takes yeah the final takes i feel just like comparison. A, it's kind of like that like we've been watching a lot of community episodes oh my god and I feel it makes me think of like um, when Troy and Britta are hugging mm-hmm. and like, it's like, no, no, do like, it again. Do it again. <laughs> and no. to the point where they actually have like, they have their, their arms. arms. Like you can't even do it with us helping you. Yeah. Like that's what I picture. Yeah. Like by take. They're doing 60. that one take for like yeah. eight hours. They're just crying hysterically. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I feel like that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper considered Robert De Niro and Robin Williams for Jack Torrance. And our last recording, oh, God. we just, we kind of talked that like, De Niro, I don't think would have worked. No, no, not at all. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't Kate see him. Fear, man, I, I can't. I don't <laughs> see him playing that character at all. But no, I think a Goodfellas. That's we, the problem. I just yeah. think of fucking mob movies with him, and yeah. I don't see him doing anything. Else. I feel like he's only that character, and that's I it. don't see him doing much else. Yeah, but that's just me. Also, we decided that Robin Williams would have been perfect. He because he would have been Mister Nice Husband in the beginning. Yes, and seeing him go crazy, which we know he can play. Yeah, like really well. What's that one movie? Like watching him go crazier and crazier from like the actual like loving husband. Yeah, because Jack Nicholson was not no. a loving husband in this movie he at was all. Agitated from the start, he was an angry dad the whole movie until he, was, he went crazy. He was Jack Nicholson <laughs> the, the entire was. movie. Yes. and then went crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a movie. I'm trying to think of I'm really sorry I I don't want to I know you don't like me googling things but (laughs) there is one hour photo with Robin Williams I know it kind of has like fair reviews or whatever that movie for Robin Williams is so fucking good because he plays like this neighborhood nice guy Mm -hmm. like just a friendly photo guy like Mm -hmm. he's just gonna develop your pictures and that's that and then you realize that he's fucking crazy he would have been so perfect no for the he would have been great for he would have been amazing and that was the one thing i was trying to think of like when we first did this podcast with the movie that he portrayed that character very well and one hour photo was it it was it one hour, been, okay yeah it would have been fucking amazing. i think it would have been great 
oh my god robin williams when he was alive was a really good fucking actor and he often played like comedic roles but he actually could nail down some serious stuff like he's very good at that he would have been great i think if it was done right i think robin williams would have been fucking perfect as jack Yeah, because I feel like he could do that kind of fine line of like switching it off really quickly of being really loving husband. I just think him like being nice in the beginning and then just every scene just like flipping out more and more and more and more and more would have been like the perfect balance. It would have been fucking great. It would have been a totally different movie. Absolutely. At that time, was Robin Williams really known for his comedic stuff in the early, early 80s, late 70s? Um, Mork and Mindy. Okay. That would have been fucking interesting. I know, which would have been the perfect flip flop. But I think maybe it would have been too early. Yeah, maybe because people only see him as a comedic role at yeah. that point. Because like he did a lot of other like family shit, comedy stuff. Yeah. And then he started doing like some weird random stuff. Yeah. But I mean, he was always Robin Williams. So. That would have been fucking great. Yeah. I think it would have been fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like ridiculous in the best way possible. Makes me sad that that's not a reality. Yeah. Huh. We need to go to that timeline. I know. I was going to say I want to go to that timeline. Stephen King disliked the casting of Shelley as Wendy because King said he envisioned Wendy as being a blonde former cheerleader type who never had to deal with any true problems in her life. Yeah. Making the experience in the Overlook all the more terrifying. Yeah. Which does make sense with like the character she plays. Yeah. But Shelley looks like she's like, not to say something shitty but looked like she's seen some shit yeah she looked like a she's rough. already been through like a life and then yeah. this happens and you're like oh shit honestly though even um <laughs> to sound like a dick too but like the pairing doesn't make sense yeah like jack nicholson with her they look like a it looks like a weird couple honestly well i mean realistically you never see them as a couple no. You never see them coupley because even when they're doing the tour in the beginning, he's it's he's, almost like brother and sister. It's his weird, like, snarky, sarcastic yeah, like, lines. All right, dear. <laughs> they're like, come here, dear. Come look at the kitchen, and yeah. you're like, Ooh. wow, <laughs> ouch. Yeah, no, that was a. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't. I never saw them as like a couple, or they weren't very romantic at all. And I know, like that was like the whole point is that he was like very distant, but. In reality, to convey his true character, he should have been more lovey-dovey in the beginning and then... At least something. something. There was nothing. No, instead he was just very like, yes, dear. He, he looked like... like <laughs> sure, hon. Every, every line that he says to her, if you just listen to how he says it, oh, how God. he delivers it, it's so like passive-aggressive or sarcastic oh, yeah. where you just come her. off like a dick hates and her. hates her. Stephen King never understood why people find this movie so scary. It's true. I don't think it is really scary. I think as a kid, I, I thought it. it was scary because, you know, uh, like the twins and like ghosts and like, ooh, like what's going on? As a kid, yeah, I, yeah. I was scared. But as an adult, it's like, no. <laughs> it's more of a drama than anything. Yeah, like a thriller. Yeah, thriller. Not even Slow a Slow build thriller. thriller. No. During filming, Kubrick made the cast watch Eraserhead, Rosemary's Baby, and The Exorcist to put them in the right frame of mind. Okay. So you're on set and you have homework? Yeah, I guess Watch so. these movies. Eat only a cheese sandwich. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Eraserhead's the only one that really makes sense. And Eraserhead is just a very weird fucking movie. <laughs> so it, it kind of makes... Does he want people to be confused? <laughs> which that's how I feel. I, I wish I could... Oh, we actually didn't even end the mo- how it the movie truly ended what oh my god we forgot about the I, picture dude i forgot <laughs> oh my god, i just realized that because all right so sorry but let's backtrack for a second <laughs> the movie is not it doesn't end at him being a fucking popsicle stick it ends with there is a very very <laughs> guys that's how much we hate this fucking movie right? <sighs> 
We it, nailed it the first time, I swear. <laughs> uh, we really did. The second time, not so much. But it does like a slow pan, a 12-minute slow pan <laughs> to a black and white photo from 1917, I believe it Something was. Something like that. And it was a New Year's Eve party at the Overlook Hotel. The front and center of this photo was Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. smiling, which part of me wonders like uh, a couple of different things. Was he a ghost? Was he a ghost? You know, because he died, was his soul now like transformed Trapped into there this forever. photo? So he turned into, what's his Grady. face? Grady? Is he like the new Grady? So at now this he'll point? he'll spill a drink on someone and talk to them in a red bathroom. And he's like, I don't know what you mean. Exactly. There was like a lot of like weird questions I had when you see that. Yeah. Or was he always supposed to be here? Did any of this even happen? I mean, throughout no, the whole I mean, movie, he always talks about how he felt like he knew what was going to happen after every corner, which kind of almost yeah, insinuates. He felt like he knew the place too. So yeah, it's like, right. it insinuates that he had some sort of past life here. Yeah. He did something there. But, but his past life was he's a ghost. Ghost! So I don't know. So yeah, totally just fucking remember that. Yeah, great job. We nailed it. But the reason why it actually even clicked in my brain is because I have a lot of questions about when she's like running around the hotel and the hotel is transforming. In particular, that one scene where the guy's John Candy's blowing the other guy. What the fuck is that about? I don't know. Nobody talks about that. I don't understand it. I don't think it references anything. Like, yes, it was like a very weird time. I guess it's supposed to be like the the hotel has a really weird, shady past. Sexy time, yeah. But <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. Because I haven't read the book in so long. Mm-hmm. The owner of like the hotel had like this really weird like bisexual relationship with somebody. And that person was dressed as a dog. Mm-hmm. And so not a bear. So I, what I was reading in that article pretty much is that Stanley Kubrick did not like Stephen King. And so he tried to put a couple of jabs in there. Yeah. And so one of them was that scene which they gave no context to. Because uh, in the book... The owner of the hotel had a bisexual past or whatever. And this little fuck boy that he was fucking happened to be wearing a dog outfit instead of a bear outfit. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for the beetle that he drives. Yeah. Uh, Jack drove a yellow beetle in the movie. But in the book, it was a red beetle. However, in one of the scenes where you see uh, Scatman Crothers is going up, you see a red beetle being crushed by like a A tree or some shit. Which is another way of saying... Fuck you, Stephen King. Eat a bag of dicks. So that's what Stanley Kubrick's. I don't know why. (laughs) Why were they like that? Why he didn't like Stephen King? Why did he like want to do the movie and then just constantly rebel against him? I feel like probably Stanley Kubrick was just like, this is mine. Fuck you. (laughs) Well, obviously he did his own thing already. Yeah. Like he was just like, I'm going to take your shit and I'm going to make it a masterpiece. You're welcome. And Stephen King was like, fuck you. It was a masterpiece before. And he's like, no, it wasn't. Everyone's just going to remember Jack Nicholson. Actually, not really. They're only going to remember me. (laughs) So kind of like that. I feel like now it makes sense. For a second, I was just like the dog thing, but like out of context, though, they never really explained the backstory of anything of anything. So that's why it looks so disjointed. And now that was, now I'm starting to remember that was like one of the big reasons why I don't like The Shining is that there was a lot of, which is really hard to sometimes do in a movie. Yeah, you can't capture everything. No, but you try to capture as much as humanly possible to make sense. And in this one, it became less about the hotel. It was was like the focal point. Yeah, it was all about Jack. And now it's just like, it's all about Jack. Yeah. And when reality was Which is why there was so little because there was nothing. Ah, fuck this. All right. According to Variety magazine the film took 200 days to shoot according to an assistant it took much more nearly a year the film was originally supposed to take 17 weeks but ultimately took 51 (laughs) 
because it ran so long, Reds and Raiders of the Lost Ark were delayed because they were waiting to shoot at the same studio. That's funny. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. They didn't allow blood to be shown in any trailers that would be seen by all ages, but Kubrick persuaded them that the blood was rusty water and the trailer got passed. Wow. Interesting. After redoing it, not saying it's bloody enough, you could just say it's rusty water, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. The Timberland Lodge on Mount Hood, Oregon, Love it. was used to the front exterior, which we've seen. Yeah. And been to. Yeah, it's lovely up there. Very nice. Yeah. But all the interiors, as well as the back of the hotel, were specifically built in studio in London. And they requested that Kubrick don't use room 217 because that's the number in the book because people wouldn't want to stay there. Yeah. So they used 237 instead, a fictional made-up room number. Makes sense. Which is crazy because people would love to stay in 217. I know. Seriously. They would love that. Would they ever? <laughs> it's actually funny because even like the book was based off of him. I believe Stephen King just like randomly going past this hotel or staying there very briefly or whatever the Stanley Hotel. Mm -hmm. This one's long. Stephen King was disappointed in the film. In an interview, he said it's like a great big beautiful Cadillac with no motor inside. You can sit in it. You can enjoy the smell of the leather upholstery. But the only thing you can't do is drive anywhere. I would do everything different. The real problem is that Kubrick set out to make a horror picture with no apparent understanding of the genre. True. Everything about it screams at from beginning to end. From plot decisions to the final scene in particular. King disliked the casting of Jack Nicholson as Jack. This was because he felt that in the novel it was pivotal that that Jack is initially a good man who slowly is overcome by the forces of evil and who is fighting a losing battle against alcoholism. Due to the casting of Nicholson, who is well known for playing unstable characters, Jack in the film is very much on edge when the story begins. 1000% agree with that. Yep. The character does not possess the inner goodness so vital to Jack in the novel. King wanted to cast someone who could play the character as more genial in the early stages. Apparently, he was very keen on John Voight. He was hugely disappointed that the themes of the evil's alcoholism and the disintegration of the family unit were relatively unimportant of the film. Due to his own battle with alcoholism, because of this personal investment in that aspect of the novel, he was largely disheartened by the film. And I agree, because, yeah. I mean... I agree, too. Yeah, it was... It was Nice to look at, but snooze. Yeah. Stephen King said Kubrick's version of Wendy is one of the most misogynistic characters ever to be put in film. He said she's just there to scream and be stupid. Ugh. All right, yeah. I'm done. So would... <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Next. I mean, would you recommend this movie to anyone? No. I mean, yes, you have to see it. I think it. it's one of the ones you have, you, you have to watch, and then that's it. Be upset like us, and then just be over it. Yeah. And that's it. So let us know what you thought of the movie. Tweet at us, at BoardPod. Yeah. Let me know what you think of the movie. Yeah. Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Make sure you also tweet at Alex. Don't tweet at me. <laughs> well, like, no. The, I'm nothing. I, I do. Wow. What no, I got from that. You're the name. Like, I'm the... <laughs> you're the permanent guest co-host who actually has a following. I'm just Alex. Um, tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Board pod. Did you like this movie? Do you watch it every year? Is it one of your favorite horror movies? Yeah. Have you read the book? Yeah. Do you like the book more? Book or... Have you ever... Has anyone ever watched that fucking... The actual Stephen King one? Yeah. That in order for Stephen King to make, Kubrick made him sign an agreement that he would not bad talk the movie anymore. And then he gave him the rights back to shoot it. Wow. Yeah. He was like, hey, stop talking bad about my movie. Okay, you can go make your own shit now. That's hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> Sounds like Kubrick was a real dick. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Let me know, actually, if anyone knows what I'm talking about in terms of the made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Curious. Yeah, let us know if you've seen that one, too. It's a cheese fest, but yeah. I love it. It's fucking great. Yeah. And that's all we got. I hope you guys continue to stay safe and be well. And uh, we'll... Be well. Be well, Tom Spartans. <laughs>
Uh, I don't know what the next one is. Uh, we didn't decide yet, so we got to figure that out. We'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll be back very soon. We'll sorry back for soon. the delay. Yeah, sorry for the delay. We'll be back. Bye. Bye. Over. <laughs> Over.